Get ready for unique, rare, and little-known treasures from the golden age of radio. You're listening to The Amazing World of Radio with Adam Graham. Welcome to The Amazing World of Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, we're continuing with our uh, Top Secret uh, series. The fifth episode is actually missing, which is a shame because it does sound like it was quite a finale to her German adventures. And unfortunately, we only have a rehearsal uh, version of this sixth episode, so bear with us. Uh, the title of this one is Coming Disaster. And uh, it's a rehearsal for the program that aired July the 17th of 1950. Let's take a listen. Pietro, keep your eyes on the road. Oh, Veronesa, for 10 years I have driven a taxi in Rome. I know the city like my own cellar. Besides, it's so late at night, there is no traffic. It wouldn't make any difference to you if there was. Oh, Baronessa, do not be so serious. Come, sing a new song with me. Oh, no, Pietro. It's late and I'm tired. But I'm your favorite taxi driver. <laughs> Come, Baronessa, one chorus, huh? <laughs> well, all right, but keep your mind on the driving. Assignment 6 began in a nightclub in Rome. I had left Germany for good. Our counter-espionage ring in Berlin had blown up. I was operating alone as a singer in the club Ulpia near the Foro Romano. A week ago, even before I had finished my song, I noticed a man seat himself at my table. A table at the edge of the tiny dance floor. A table which was invariably reserved for me alone. This is my table, Signor. Men do not sit at it without an invitation. Please, Baroness, extend that invitation. I have to discuss with you a matter of great urgency. Please, three minutes. Then, if you reach, I will leave. Very well. Three minutes. Ah, thank you. My name is Erich Kimka. I am German. I am presently employed by the Italian Mint. It is imperative for my wife and me to get out of Rome at once. What are you afraid of? Your hands are trembling. I am afraid for my life, Baroness. I have in my possession a secret of such immense importance that it could well decide Italy's future in the war. What has that to do with me? Well, will you have some wine, Baroness? I am not being forward, believe me. I know you are of the Hungarian nobility, but these are strange times, please. Yes, if you wish. Thank you. Uh, Waiter, some wine here, please. You were saying, Herr Kemka. I... I wish to sell you a secret which... Sell it? I know you are an allied agent, Baroness. And believe me, your government would consider the price very reasonable. How much? A hundred thousand Swiss francs. Surely you don't expect me to buy it blind. No. 
glass of wine. Nobody's going to hurt you. Sorry, uh, Rodolfo. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Oh, take it out of this, please. Your health, Herr Kemka. Thank you, Baroness. Now tell me, what is this all about? It is a secret. A secret so fantastic that you will not believe it. Well, if I don't believe it, I won't buy it. I cannot tell you now. But if you will come to my apartment in the morning, uh, here's my card. Right. Kemka, 10 Piazza Chiesa Nuova. Mm-hmm. It is beside the library, apartment 2. The telephone is 41708. Thank you. Baroness, what I know can ruin Italy. This I will prove to you in the morning. Will you give me 5,000 now? Tomorrow, the rest, after you see the proof. Oh, will you wait a moment while I get my purse? Certainly, Baroness. Yes. Does Erich Kemke live there? Yes, but he is not in. I believe he went to the Club Ulpia. This is Frau Kemke. You are his wife? Yes. Is there a message? Uh, tell me, what is your address? Uh, 10 Piazza Chiesa Nova. Who is this? Thank you. I will call later. Kemka, I decided to trust you. Oh. Here's your 5,000 francs. If this uh, secret is worth what you say it is, you will get the rest in the morning. Thank you, Baroness. And now I have to sing. Will you excuse me? Uh, may I finish my rhyme? I will leave before you return to your table. Of course. Good night, Herr Kemka. Good night. Thank you. Thank you very much. And now I should like to sing for... You, one of my very favorite songs called Vin, Vin, Nurdu Alain. From somewhere in the smoky room, a gun had been fired. I felt one of the bullets graze my hair. Instantly, the lights went out, and when order was restored, Erich Kemke had vanished. The next morning, I contacted my assistant. The only other allied operator in Rome whom I trusted. Victor was a Roman, but he had been brought up in America. U.S. intelligence had just recently sent him back to Italy. He was a young man, and a man of many talents. He drove me to Herr Kempka's house. What was the address again? 10 Piazza Chesanova. I see. You say you gave him 5,000 francs. You know, there is something about Kemka that makes me believe him. Like what? Victor. Victor, I have never saw a man so terrified. He shook. He could hardly drink his wine. And he left without getting his change from a 10,000 lira note. Victor, that car! Watch out! It's the Porto! It was deliberate. Deliberate. Why, he came right at me. I know, I saw it. It was deliberate. Did you notice his license, Chan? No. It happened so fast, I... I You're I, getting famous, Karen. That's twice in 12 hours somebody's tried to kill you. 
I knew Kemka was telling the truth. This is something vital. I have a feeling Wait, that... wait, wait. There's number three. Yes. Five. And seven. There it is. The one with the big door. Let me go in first, Karen. I started it. I'll finish it. Watch your step. Place, isn't it? Yes. A courtyard and a fountain. Apartment two. There it is. Ah. A bottle of Asti says Mr. Kemker is out. I'll take that bet. He's probably still spending your 5,000 francs. No, I'm unsure he wasn't pretending. His terror was so awful. Huh? At any rate, he's not in. Try the door. All right. It's open. Hey, Kemker! There is nobody home. I don't think we should just walk in, do you? Oh, but the look. What? Look over there. Is that him? Yes. Right through the head. What's in his hand? It's a... Wait a second. It's a 10,000 lira note. Let me see it. Karen, this is no place for us. Wait a minute. Please, Karen, let's not get mixed up in anything. Look at his clothes. What? His suit's brand new, not even wrinkled. And his shoes, the strap on his watch, it's hardly been worn at all. What are you doing? Just seeing where he bought his shoes. Take his watch off. Take it off, I said. All right, Kevin, but let's get out of here. This is a job for the police. Why would he have 10,000 lira note in his hand? I don't know. And Karen, the money's new, too. Look, it's wrinkled, but it's crisp, clean. Wait a minute, I think maybe I've got it. New money, new shoes, new watch. He must be passing counterfeit money. It must be. And he can't go around changing 10,000 lira notes, so he buys something for 1,000 in order to get good money and change. Did you get his watch? Yes. Look, let's clear out of here. I wonder where his wife is. Oh, he's married? Yes. I talked to her on the telephone. He knew this was going to happen. He knew last night someone would try to kill him. He looks harmless enough now. That he knew a secret, Victor. A secret was 100,000 Swiss francs. I couldn't get Erich Kemke out of my mind. He had been afraid, terribly afraid. We couldn't locate his wife. Victor watched the horse all day, but she did not return. I knew there was more to this than just a small-time parcel of counterfeit money. What had his secret been? What secret could be worth 100,000 Swiss francs? And be so vital as to affect the war effort of Italy. I was determined to find out. First, I went to the store where Eric Kemper had purchased his new shoes. And it seemed there had been a fire. Uh, uh, how did the fire start? Oh, I do not know. Early this morning, uh, five o'clock, they say. 
You see, I'm trying to locate a man named Kemka, Eris Kemka. He bought shoes here very recently. Did you know him? Uh, no, Signorina. I only left for the parcel. Who looks after the money? All money was handled by Signor Cardotti. He's the third. Good afternoon, Signorina. May I help you? Yes. I'm trying to find out about uh, this watch. See, si, Signorina? It was bought here. See, si, it is one of our best sellers. Would you by any chance remember the man who purchased it? Oh, signorina, we have many customers. You mean you keep no record of your sales? Well, unless it was a charge account, Signorina. Would you mind looking? Uh, what name, Signorina? Kemp, Eris Kemp. Kemp? What? What's the matter? I do not know who you are, but, but please, please. There is something going on with this man. I get... Oh, please tell me. Please do. I, I promise no one will know you have talked to me. Well, late yesterday, yes. just as we were closing, uh-huh. two men came in and at the point of a gun demanded money. You were robbed? No, no. They took six 10,000 lira notes. They gave me others in exchange. I don't understand. They examined all of the money I had taken in during the past three days. Only the 10,000 lira notes. They took six, put them in an envelope. That he did not steal them. The big one gave me 60,000 lira from his pocket. And, Signorina, they ask me the same question. Did I know anything about a man named Derek Kemka? The shoe store had been burned. The shop where he purchased his tie in the course of Victoria was closed. There were heavy boards nailed across the door. And the sign marked, Closed by government order until further notice. Closed by government order. Huh. Every single clue as to what had happened to Eric Kemper during the 48 hours before his murder led to nothing. Late that night, after my last show at the Club Ulpia, I took a taxi home. <laughs> as usual, Pietro, my favorite driver, had waited for me. He felt it part of his job to see me safely home each night. Pietro. Your eyes on the road. Oh, Veronesa. For ten years I have driven a taxi in Rome. I know the city like my own cellar. Besides, there is no traffic. It wouldn't make any difference to you if there was. Oh, Veronesa, do not be so serious. You're too young to be sad. Come, sing a song with me, eh? Oh, no, Pietro. It's late and I'm tired. But I'm your favorite taxi driver. Come, Veronesa, one chorus. <laughs> well, all right. But keep your mind on your driving. and Pietro was dead. A kindly, warm-hearted friend, dead. From a bullet intended for me. I spent a sleepless night going over what I knew about Erich Kemker. What had been his secret? That was his wife. Why had she disappeared? Why were the 10,000 lira notes so important? The next morning, I got in touch with an official in the Italian Mint. Kemke had told me he worked there. 
I have heard you sing many times at the Club Ulpia, Baronessa. Many times. Thank you, Commandatore Orissini. Is there some way in which I may be of service? Yes. I'm trying to trace one of your employees. Ah. <laughs> may I ask why? Well, I'm curious about him. Oh, surely one of the most sought-after women in Rome does not have to uh, pursue her romance. You forget yourself, Commandatore. My apologies, Baronessa. Uh, what is his name? His name is Kemka. Kemka? Do you know him? Excuse me, Baronessa. I will be back in a few minutes. I waited in the office. It was magnificently furnished. Suddenly, I noticed that the front drawer in the desk was slightly open. It was easy to open it a little more. There were 10,000 euro notes. Hundreds of them, all brand new. Why? Why does an official of the Italian mint... Keep his desk drawer stuffed with money. The 10,000 lira notes. Baronessa, I'm going to give you some advice. Forget about Eric Kemka. Forget you have ever heard the name. But why? Why is this mystery about an ordinary little he man? He was not an ordinary little man. He was one of our most trusted employees. Was? He resigned. Why? Baronessa, keep your beautiful nose out of the Kemka affair. He knew something, didn't he? I repeat, Baronessa, forget him. Otherwise, something unfortunate may happen to you. Now go home and stay home. But Commandatore Orsini, why, why, he's one of the most prominent citizens in Rome. Yes, but when he talked about Kemko, he was a past tense. Even so, he, he just couldn't have murdered Kemko. It, it, it seems impossible. Then why did he suddenly go white when I mentioned Kemko's name? I don't know. He jumped up and ran out of his office. The drawer in his desk is stocked with brand new 10,000 lira notes. Look, Ken, let's give it a rest for a while. Hmm. Why don't you try to get some food? All right. You look exhausted. I am. Okay, I'll run along. I'll see you at the club around 10. All right. And lock this door, will you? I will. Goodbye for now. Goodbye. Side, young man. If it's the Baroness, she's out. The Baroness is not out. Sorry, she told me so herself. I am the Commandatore Orisini of the Italian Mint. I am ordering you to step aside. <laughs> nice. I will give you five seconds to get out of my way, and then... <coughs> Gentlemen, this afternoon I was brutally assaulted in the hall outside this woman's apartment. I am certain Kim told her the facts. Somewhere a pair of 10,000 lira notes are missing. All the others were recovered. But why is this woman not dead? She thinks at a nightclub it should be easy. We are dealing with a baronessa, not a jeweler or a shoe clerk. She is internationally known. She has many influential friends. So uh, have we. Are we not the three most powerful men in Italy? Well, what do you say, Alberto? Oh. <laughs> the finger across the throat. A peasant gesture. All right. Tonight, I will do it myself. Piccolina, I run a nightclub, not a school for the police. Do not meddle, Karen. Orsini is a dangerous man. Did you bring the money? I do not want you to be. Did you? Yes. Let me see them quickly. Karen, you are foolish. 
These are strange times in Rome, in all Italy. Mussolini... Please don't let me see the money. Here. Uh, That's all of them? That is every 10,000 liter note I have taken in since last Monday. Sorry to be late, Karen. There's still no sign of his wife. I've had someone watching the house all afternoon. Uh, The both of you are the fools. You are meddling in something that is dangerous. When you are through with the money, Karen, bring it to my office, eh? Victor. Yes. They traced his shoes, his watch. They, they can't trace mine. What do you mean? What do you mean? I suddenly remember that when Kemper talked to me here, he'd ordered wire. Yes. He paid for it with a ten thousand lira note. He even forgot his change. In this bundle is every ten thousand lira note the plot has taken in since last Monday. Have you got the one you found on Kemper? Yes. Then we compare them, right? Right. All right. Um. How about this one? No. I wish we knew what we were looking for. Uh, this one? No. I know it has something to do with... Victor, look. What? That's the one. Hmm? This one we found in Kapka's hand. That one he spent for wine. Look at them. You mean... What is that supposed to say? Yes. They're identical. Uh-huh. But Karen, it can't... This is unbelievable. This could ruin Italy. That was his secret. Do you realize what this will mean once people find out? It'll wreck the whole country. That's what we are here for. What are you going to do? Tomorrow morning, every newspaper in Italy will headline this story. Karen, you want it on the telephone? Thank you, Guido. Uh, wait here. I'll be right back. Right. Hello. Hello. Hang up, Baronessa. Quickly, hang up. This is no time for fooling, Baronessa. You will come with me quietly or I will cut your throat like a chicken. So, Commandatore Orsini is a murderer. You will take my arm and walk quietly out to my car. If necessary, I am quite willing to be arrested for your murder. Even through my clothes, I could feel the point of his knife. We got into his car and tore through the streets of Rome at breakneck speed. It was when we reached the Apian Way that I saw the lights of Victor's coupé in the rear vision mirror. Could that coupé possibly be following us? I wonder. This is a trick, Baronessa. Never try to race. It is much easier to let one's pursuer pass one. Come, Baronessa. Your head on my shoulder. I won't. Ah! The Orisini name is as good as yours. That's better. Now, who would suspect you are being kidnapped? You see, he never noticed. He thought we were lovers. Where are you taking me? My country house. I seldom use it now except for uh, affairs of a delicate nature. Affairs uh, like this. Standing, Baronessa, perfectly still against the wall. Don't move. I was clumsy with chem cover. That was because I was not at home with a gun. The life is different. Swift. Silence. Scream if you wish, Baronessa. This house is empty. There are no neighbors. You, you monster. Eric Kemka stole a bundle of 10,000 lira notes. We have recovered all of them except two. Where are they? They are quite safe. Whether you will kill me or not, every paper in Rome will publish this story in the morning. Have you ever seen a knife-throwing act, Baronessa? No? 
Stand perfectly sitting no. at the family. <laughs> Surely, Baronessa, you do not want to die so cheaply. <laughs> Two ten thousand lira notes. Who has them? Someone at the club? Tell me where they are. I will never tell you. <laughs> the next knife will go through your arm, Baronessa. I will not kill you quickly as I did at Kemka. Your death will be slower. In the name of heaven, who are you? I am Eric Kemka's wife. For days I have sat in this house. I knew he killed my husband. When he admitted it, I shot him. Well, it's in every paper now, Karen. Headline, six inches high. Prices of everything are soaring. Everybody will want double salary. Right. Twice as much for good. We couldn't have done more for the Allied war effort if we bombed Italy to rubble. Runaway inflation. It happened in Germany during the 20s. A loaf of bread was a million marks. You needed a suitcase to carry the money for a pair of shoes. And it will happen here. Within a week. <laughs> you know, I always thought the men could print money any time it liked. For every piece of paper money... They need so much gold. Otherwise, the paper money isn't uh, worth... Uh... The paper it's written on? Exactly. I'd never have noticed the serial numbers were the same on those two notes, I tell you that. The two notes became one note. Kempkar made off with a bundle of them. They had to kill him. Murdered for two 10,000 lira notes. Printed in duplicate. You have just heard Ilona Massey as the Baroness Karen Gazer in another transcribed drama of intrigue and espionage before and during World War II. Here she is with a clue for you about next week. Next week, an experience I had in Switzerland. The terrifying story of Operation Dust. And of a wonderful friend whom I have never seen since. Operation Dust is a story which has been until now top secret. Welcome back. These rehearsal programs without the music or incidentals are a bit harder to follow, which is a shame because I really did enjoy this story. Uh, you know, when it comes to a lot of these espionage programs, uh, there are always episodes, you know, and I think there are some in The Man Called X, that really feel a lot more adventure than detective. Well, this one does feel a lot more detective-like. On its own, it could be part of the great detectives, and if it, if we actually had the full episode, I'd probably also, you know, just throw it out on the great detective's feed. But it's still a great story, and the end is a reminder of what ultimately the aim of Spies for the Allies were. You had to bring down the Axis powers. And in this case, the goal uh, and the best way to achieve that would be to bring about uh, this sort of inflation that uh, she sets up quite nicely here. Well, that will actually do it for today. Join us back here next Wednesday for another episode of Top Secret. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.